What's up, you guys? I'm Tracy Jones, and this is the Energy Academy. I feel so passionately about women, especially mothers, living life as their strongest, most vibrant, most grounded, most energetic self. That's what we do on this show. We talk about everything surrounding our physical, mental, and emotional energy. How can we create and manage our energy? What would my life look like if I was my most vibrant self? How would that affect the people that I love? Can I really be that girl? How are simple choices like what I'm going to wear tomorrow affecting my mental energy? This is a place where we question everything. This is a place where we create change. This is the Energy Academy. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Energy Academy. Oh my gosh, you guys loved the episode with Landon as much as I thought you would. And um, thank you guys so much for all of the feedback on that. You know, I'm so grateful that I got him to come on to the podcast. He Landon is just a very no spotlight kind of guy. Like he just doesn't ever really want attention of any form or fashion on himself. Like he just, he's just like a keep my head down, do my business, take care of my business kind of guy. But golly, he's so wise. He has so much life experience. He's just, he's brilliant. He's wonderful. He's an incredible father. He's an amazing husband. And I think he has so much great insight to share. So I was really grateful that he came on the podcast with me. And, you know, he's popped on my Instagram story a few times before if I've done like question boxes or something like that. But he's just very, um, yeah, he's just very like not a not a spotlight kind of guy. So I was grateful that he came on the podcast. And I think I can definitely get him to come back on the podcast sometime because um, I think he enjoyed recording with me a little bit more than he thought he was going to. So anyway, and wasn't it so funny, you guys, that the episode before, the episode with him, I had talked about how, you know, that was an episode where I was talking about saying no. And I... I literally talked about him for a good five minutes in that episode about how he's so good at saying no. And that's something that I have learned from him. And then he's shared that in the podcast with him. Like we weren't even really talking about that. He just kind of popped off with it. And I was like, see, I told you guys, like he's so great at that. So anyway, thank you guys so much for all the love and all the feedback on that episode. I really, really enjoyed recording that with him and having that available for you guys. So Gosh, let's just catch up a little bit. Y'all, we had my three-year-old nephew stay with us this this weekend. It was so much fun. He had never been to the movies before. So Peyton and I took him to the movies to see the Mario Brothers movie. (laughs) And two really funny things happened. And, you know, I'm trying to remember when we took Peyton to her first movie. And I think she was probably about that age. You know, it's just hard when they're any really any younger than that to take them to a movie because it's like they're probably not really going to sit through it. But so I asked my sister if, you know, like, do you care if that's an experience that you would rather have with him for his first movie? Then I'll totally not take him. And she was like, no, take him. Like, he would love that. You guys will make great memories together. So Peyton wanted to take him to see the Mario Brothers movie because she and I had gone and seen that a couple weeks ago. Well, he he plays, he likes Mario because they play Mario with him sometimes. And um, <laughs> so... We were trying to explain to him that we were taking him to the movies to see Mario. And he was like, but what's the, what's a movies? And we were like, well, it's where you go and you watch a movie. And he was like, at home? (laughs) 
<laughs> like, no, like we're going to go. And it's just really hard to explain to him, right? So we get to the movies and I shared some of these little photos in my Instagram story, but like we got him and he was just amazed when we got there. Like, wow. And he was so excited about the popcorn, right? He wanted popcorn so bad. So I bought him like his own little um, popcorn snack pack, like a little movie snack pack thing or whatever, which comes with this, you know, the cute little box. It kind of looked, do y'all remember like Happy Meal boxes from back in the day? It kind of looks like that box, but it has popcorn in it. And then they get to pick one little candy thing to go in there. And he got a drink with it too. And girl, he thought he owned the dang place with that dang snack pack. It was so cute. But anyway, I was so proud of him because he did sit through the whole movie. Like he never got out of his chair. I think he was totally mesmerized. <laughs> he calls Peyton, my daughter, he calls her Pepe. About, you know, every few minutes or whatever, he would lean over into her chair and he would go, Pepe, we're at the movies. We're at the movies, Pepe. And she was like, I know, buddy. It's so cool. Well, like halfway through the movie, he just yells. In the movie theater, <laughs> in the movie theater, he just screams, "This is the best movie ever!" <laughs> it was the cutest. And then, if any of you guys have taken your kids to see the Mario movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. But they, you know, they play all the like little Mario jingles or whatever in the movie. Well, at the very end, they played like the little the little jingle that they play at the end of the Mario game, and I think it might even be like the little sound, noise, jingle, whatever you want to call it, when um, you have a game over. And so he stood up in his chair at the very end of the movie and they played that little sound and he screamed, game over. And like everybody in the theater started laughing. It was so cute, but we had so much fun and um, really just enjoyed getting to, to spend that time with him. And Peyton was like, when he left, <laughs> when my sister and my brother-in-law picked him up yesterday evening, Peyton came in the house and she laid down on the couch and she goes, "Woo! I need a break. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, oh yeah, he's a three-year-old little boy. Like, you know, they're a handful, but we had so much fun with him. So very fun weekend. What else has been going on? We've kind of slowed down. With school, we're just kind of doing, I shared on my Instagram story, we'll still be doing like our reading and like kind of like our math facts type stuff throughout the summer, but we let Peyton pick a couple of fun things that she wanted to do throughout the summer. So she chose cooking and she wanted to build something with Landon. So I think they are going to build a tree house. I don't know. I'm not really involved in that project. That's a them thing. But it's been kind of nice to kind of change up the pace a little bit. And she's really been enjoying cooking. So that's been super fun. We shared about that a little bit in the episode with Landon and I. But it's been super fun and like taking her to the grocery store and helping her grocery shop and like making ingredient lists. You know, all that kind of stuff has been, been really fun and I think um, pretty educational for her as well. Let's see what else has been going on. We've been riding a lot. She is starting to ride some different horses and just kind of... Man, I, I just feel like she's made a lot of growth and a lot of progress with riding here really in just the past month. Um, she's, yeah, she's just really making some progress, riding some different horses, experiencing some different things. So it's been really cool to watch her learn. It's just the cool, you guys know, those of you that are parents, just watching your kids learn and grow and accomplish things, overcome fears, um, do hard things. It's just like the most rewarding 
not just for them, but like for you too, as a parent to see them do that kind of stuff and see the light bulb go off for them is just the coolest. So I think we're going to have a pretty fun summer of riding ahead of us. I'm very excited about that. We just wrapped up spring soccer, which has been nice because Peyton's kind of one request when we moved was that she would still get to play soccer on her soccer team. So, um, this whole past, you know, school year that we've lived, you know, out at the ranch, we've been driving her back to where we used to live, which is about an hour and a half, three times a week for soccer. So two times a week for practice and once for a game. Um, so that's been a big commitment, but it was kind of her one request, which we honored that team. We just finished up our spring season and that team, um, kind of broke up just not in a bad way, but just because some kids are going on to play club soccer and some kids are going on to other sports. So that team kind of split up and, um, which was, you know, kind of sad, but it was also a good opportunity for us to teach her that like, Hey, when one door closes, another door opens because that, you know, drove us to kind of get to looking for soccer around our area and lo and behold, our little hometown has a youth soccer program. So that she's very excited. She's registered to play fall soccer here in our, our new little hometown. And that'll be a really cool opportunity, I think, for her to meet some kids her age, make some friends here where we live. Because she just, you know, she doesn't have a ton of friends here where we live yet, just because we haven't been here all that long. And she doesn't go to public school. So she doesn't have a lot of ways to meet those kids around here. So she's going to some sports camps this summer through the school, and then we'll be playing fall soccer here in our hometown in the fall, and I think that'll be a really cool thing. So those are some fun, cool little life updates that we have going on. And okay, so let's get into what I wanted to talk about this week. And this is actually something that um, I've shared some thoughts on this on my Instagram story before, because you guys know I just get on there and rant about stuff all the time. But I heard... Because obviously with like all of my content, all of Peyton's content, all of that, I make all of the content. Like I don't have anybody that helps me do any of that stuff. I produce everything, make everything all by myself. So um, I don't consume a lot of content online. I definitely spend way more time creating. But one thing that I will do for, you know, every now and then is I'll just kind of like scroll through reels really quickly. Just listening for like sounds that are fun, cute, catchy, trendy sounds that work for either her or myself or whatever. Anyway, and I was scrolling through there and I heard this sound on a reel and it was basically talking about how when you reach your desired level of success, you won't look like someone else. And I can't remember, I did save it, but I, I don't remember right now off the top of my head exactly what the sound said. So I'm probably not quoting it correctly. Some of you guys will probably know what I'm talking about. I think it's kind of going viral on Instagram right now, but I thought, golly, isn't that the truth? And that's something that we need to talk about because it is so, that is so real. You guys, it is so real. And I think we can get so caught up in looking to other people or um, wanting to be like other people, striving to create the same things that somebody else has created, striving to be like someone else, walk in their shoes, follow their footsteps, all of that kind of stuff. Now hear me, I do think that you can definitely draw inspiration from other people. I do that. 
You know, I look at other people who have accomplished things and I draw inspiration from that. I do that with my best friends. My best friends are all extremely brilliant, talented women. And I definitely draw inspiration from them, but we are all very uniquely individual as well. And we're all kind of, you know, we all do kind of have these things in common that we love and that we do together and things like that. But we also, all of us very much march to the beat of our own drum and kind of have our own things. And I think that we can so easily forget you guys that your superpower is that you are you and there's not another you on the planet. That is your superpower. That is your secret sauce. And you have got to lean into that. When you become the most successful version of yourself, when you accomplish the dreams that you want to accomplish, you're you're not going to look like someone else. You're going to look like the the best version of you. So I think in the meantime, what you've got to be striving for is a higher version of yourself, a better version of yourself, a more disciplined version of yourself, a stronger version of yourself, not striving to be like this person who you see on Instagram that you look up to, like this person in your real life who you see that you look up to. You can't strive to be like her. You have to strive to be the best you. You are your superpower. You are the secret sauce. Absolutely draw inspiration from other people. I think one of the best ways that you can draw inspiration from other people is if there's something that you want to do, find someone else who has done it just to prove to yourself that it can be done. Because the rule is, if one single freaking person on the planet has done it, whatever it is for you, then you can do it too. It is way harder, way harder. One of my best friends says this all the time. It is way harder to prove something to be impossible than it is to prove something to be possible. So draw inspiration from people in the sense that find someone who has done or is doing what it is that you are after just to show yourself that it can be done, it is possible, and then immediately swerve back into your lane and lean into your strengths and your like God made you to be a certain way on purpose with a purpose. Lean into that. Lean into who you are and who God made you to be and step into that with greatness and intention and become, do, become whatever that looks like for you, who you want to be, accomplish what you want to accomplish the way that you were made to accomplish it. Because here's the deal. Trying to squeeze yourself into someone else's mold so you can accomplish what they accomplished is very exhausting. It is really exhausting to put up that facade of being someone else, being like someone else, operating the way they operate, dressing the way they dress, speaking the way that they speak, doing the things that they do. That's that's very exhausting. Where you will find so much like pep in your step is when you do things the way that you do things. You know, from a, let's look at it from a mom perspective. Let's say you've got, you know, multiple kids and they're involved in multiple things and 
You've just got a lot on your plate. You're managing a lot. I think it's very easy to look at another mom who is also managing a lot and, you know, you try to implement the way that she does things or um, be the way that she is, roll the way that she rolls. And let's say that her thing is, is like a major morning person. So she's up early every morning and she gets all her laundry done in the morning and everything's folded and put away and da 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 da. And that's how she operates really well. And you try to do that because you admire the fact that she has that done, but you need a slower morning. You need a longer quiet time in the morning to get your head in the right space to handle your jobs for the day. But you're trying to be like her. So you try to do, you know, accomplish the same goal, but with her methods, but that's not really how you're wired. That's exhausting. Don't do that. You know, if you need your quote unquote chore time to be in the evening at night when the kids are in bed and you can have a little trash TV on in the background for some white noise and you're bebopping around doing your chores later at night because that's what works for you. Do that. Do what works for you. My main point that I'm trying to make, and that's kind of a silly example, but also kind of not, you know, like, I mean, you guys have all heard the saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the deal is, you guys, if you have systems that are working for you, you have methods that are working for you and you feel good, you feel strong, you feel put together, you feel grounded, energized, all the things, you are moving the needle in the direction that you want it to go don't change your system. Don't change your system because you just because you saw somebody else's bright, shiny system online and you think it looks really cool or you think that person is really cool, so you want to try their system, don't do that to yourself. Stay in your rhythm. Stay in your lane. And you know, this doesn't just apply to like motherhood or, I mean, you could apply this to business. You could apply this to your relationship um, so many things in your world, you have to know who you are, what makes you tick, and then you have to stay with those things. Now, here's another thing that we need to talk about with this is, you know, we all have dreams and we all have goals and we all have things that we are striving for, right? And I think as women, especially, we have or at least this is the way I operate, I kind of have like dreams and goals in each different area of my life, role of my life. You know, I guess I could say I have dreams and goals as a wife of who I want to be as a wife. I have dreams and goals as a mother, who I, you know, who and how I want to be as a mother, business goals, you know, all of those kinds of things. There are, and, and do they all kind of tie in at the end of the day to the same version of me? Absolutely. But I I do think about them differently. You know, I think about who I want to be as a wife and things like that differently from who I want to be as a business owner and a creator, you know, things like that. So I think one of the big things that you need to really think about is, you know, and I mentioned this earlier is, is drawing inspiration from other people, but being someone else is not your goal. Being the best version of you is your goal. So so draw inspiration from other people. But then you guys, what you have got to do is you have got to sit down and you have got to think about, 
if I were to accomplish all of my wildest, craziest, most amazing dreams, what would my life look like? And when I say you need to sit down and think about this, I mean like literally you need to sit down with a a journal, a notebook, a piece of paper, and a pen, not a keyboard, a pen, like pen to paper. There's serious magic with pen to paper. And you need to think about what would your life look like if you were already operating as that version of yourself that you want to be. And you need to write those things down. Who is that woman? What does she do? What clothes is she wearing? How does she speak? How does she respond to situations? Not react, respond to situations that are tough, hard, intense, things like that. Um, How does she practice gratitude? What does her friend circle look like? What does her relationship look like with her spouse? What does her relationship look like with her children? What does her relationship with her friends look like? Relationships with her friends look like? What does her day look like? How does she wake up in the morning? What does she do when she wakes up in the morning? What does her night look like? What does her evening look like? How does she show up? Who who is that? What are those things? You know, as you ask yourself those questions, or maybe you sit down with this podcast again and you play this podcast again and you take the time to answer those questions. Who is that woman? How who is she? What are those characteristics? And you write that down, you guys. And then what you do is you start acting as if you are already there. You start, you just you become her. And her, I just want to remind you, I know I'm beating this like a drum, but I just want to remind you that her, that she is not someone else. She is you refined with all of the dreams having already come true. And and it's you that's going to accomplish those things. It's you are the superpower. You are the secret sauce. There is only one of you on this planet for a freaking reason. You are in the relationship that you are in for a reason. These children you are their mother on purpose, on purpose. I made a post on Instagram not that long ago. It was a reel and it was that sound of, um, oh gosh, how does it go? I'm going to mess it up. It's like, um, girl, get up. Um, oh, that's going to drive me nuts that I can't directly quote it, but it's like, you're the woman for the job. And my caption on that post was, you have been given these dreams this relationship, these children, these obstacles, because you are the woman for the job, not somebody else. You don't need to become like someone else or operate how she operates or dress the way she dresses or talks the way she talks to, in order to parent your children, live your life, be strong in your relationship. You are the woman for the job. You, you, you. And I never, ever, ever want anybody to forget that because it's so important that you stand firm in your shoes and you fulfill the God-given purpose that you have. And I think I just got off on such a rant on this this week because I heard that, you know, that soundbite on Instagram of like, um, you know, I'm going to have to go, now I'm going to have to go back and listen to it and, and share it in my story or whatever so you guys will know what I'm talking about, but you know, talking about how you will, your success will not, you will not look like someone else when you reach your definition of success. 
And I feel like it really struck a chord with me because I see so many women who look to other places. And I think social media has a lot to do with this. And I I feel like I kind of rag on social media a lot on my podcast. And I'm really not because I love social media. I think social media is such a cool tool. I have told you guys this online a million times is that I like, if it were not for social media, I would not be connected to so many of you guys and we would not get to follow each other's stories. And, and that's crazy to me to think about, you know, I think social media is such a neat communication device. I think it's a great place for us to draw inspiration and learn new things and communicate with people that we probably wouldn't get to communicate otherwise, you know? Um, but I do think that it can also be very distracting and very discouraging. And I think it can lead you astray sometimes from who you are and who you're meant to be, because it's so easy to follow someone else online, get kind of caught up in their story and who they are. And you start trying to, you start to feel the pressure to, you know, be that, do that, have that. When in all reality, the best thing to do is stay in your lane and not compare. You know, comparison is such a thief of joy. Woo, girl, comparison will steal your joy so freaking fast. And here's something that I have shared before is that if you are going to compare, compare yourself positively to someone else. You know, there are negative comparisons and there are positive comparisons. And if you're going to compare, choose a positive comparison. And what I mean by that is it's so quick We are so quick to compare ourselves negatively to somebody else. Look at somebody else and say, if I could only do that like her, if I could look like that, if I, I could never do that, have that be that when in all reality, if you're going to compare yourself to somebody else, the best way to do it is, you know what? I really admire the way that she does X, Y, and Z. And you know what else? I'm, you know what? I'm also really good at X, Y, and Z. Compare yourself positively to her, relate to her. You know, um, I really admire or draw inspiration from this. And you know what? I'm also really good at this. You know, um, she does this well. I do this well. You know, she has this strength. I have this strength. If you're going to compare yourself, compare yourself in that manner where you're building yourself up versus tearing yourself down. And that's easier said than done. You really have to think about that. You really have to make a conscious effort to do that. But the moral of the story, the biggest thing that I want you to draw from this is that I think it's fantastic to pull inspiration from other people, to spark ideas, but remember to stay true to who you are, stay in your own lane because your most successful version of yourself will not look like someone else. It will be you, a stronger, bigger, better, badder, (laughs) more amazing version of yourself. You know, and if self-confidence is something that you're, that you feel you are lacking, that that's a muscle. It's a tool. You have to work it. You have to build it. You have to use it. And that's something I could dive off into a whole situation on confidence. And I would love to talk about that in another episode. So I'm not going to go off on that right now, but it is something that you have to, to work at. You know, it, it happens on purpose. Confidence happens on purpose, but be confident in who you are who God made you to be, what he assigned you to do, the purpose that he's given you, and march in that lane, sister. Allow other people to spark inspiration in you and light a fire in you, but don't exhaust yourself trying to be someone you're not. And gosh, you know, one other thought on that is as a mom, you know, you want your kids to 
stay true to themselves and um, believe in themselves and have confidence in themselves and be who God made them to be. But you know what? If they don't see you doing that, then they don't learn how to do it. So stand firm in who you are. Visualize your most successful self and then start acting as her. Show up as her. Wake up the way she would wake up in the morning. You know, handle situations the way she would handle situations. Treat your kids the way the most successful mom version of you would treat her kids. Start showing up as her and, and watch yourself blossom into that version of you. Man, all this, all this conversation, you guys, sparked from just a soundbite I heard on Instagram, but it's so true, and I think it's a message that we need to perpetuate all the time um, because... Yeah, you you just you have too much magic inside of yourself to waste it trying to be somebody else. All right, you guys. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you showing up. Thanks for sharing. I love you guys. I'll be back next week with another episode and I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thanks for being here on the Energy Academy. Thanks so much for joining me here at the Energy Academy. You can find me over on Instagram at tracy.w.jones. We'll catch you in the next episode.